Oh, check it. We've got a break in the weather. And it's actually been quite mild this entire week. So I think living here in England, this wouldn't feel like a sort of normal uh, English winter. I mean, we're going into December and I am out here on just a little walk out in the fields and I'm essentially only wearing my hoodie. It's that warm and you'll see from the picture as well it's quite sunny out. It isn't raining most of the week but today it is uh, a fairly nice sky, mixed clouds, some blue up there uh, but it's nice, it feels like almost like an early spring um, day really but I have been a naughty boy in that I've been very stationary this week um, yeah I've been very stationary so just by way of getting out and stretching the legs I had to come out here on my on my uh, this is my walk that's not you know, I can do it from the house just kind of come out go out get some fields you probably can hear maybe now coming up the stream so I get a little bit of nature in but I'm actually on my way to the sauna and steam room but I thought I'd take the long way around there so I got my backpack on full of my swimsuit and flip-flops and stuff and then I'm out here in the fields getting muddy and dirty on the walk, long walk to the gym. Oh, some motorbike guys are out. Um, so, yeah, I was been doing a lot of reading this week, a lot of uh, catching up on some or reconnecting with some of uh, my favorite poets. Been reading some stuff from uh, Rimbaud been reading some stuff from uh, Lunch Poems, can't remember his name right off the top of my head right now I've uh, been reading some Bukowski so just yeah taking a little dip into some of my favourite poets um, and started reading some stuff about uh, Henry, Henry Miller in his own writing book which is a compilation of various books, about six different books of his, where another author has gone through and sifted through those volumes to pull out uh, Henry Miller's thoughts on writing. Because a lot of his novels and the like are kind of, well, they have a sense of a sort of semi-autobiographical feel to him, to them. Um, and so sometimes in the midst of those, you know, he kind of breaks into talking about stuff, life, that kind of thing. Anyway, where was I going with that? So, there was just a passage that, and I'll let you listen to, we'll do this one next to that stream, which is running quite rapidly, which is normally not that fast, but it has been raining and wet this past week, so the river is moving quite rapidly. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there was actually something in that I read this morning that Henry wrote 
and, and I should have written down the which book that it comes from. So if you were interested in, well, maybe I could just drop it in the notes. Um, but anyway, he was. It was just a section on uh, why write, why he writes, and he was exploring why anyone writes. And one of the things that he said is we probably wouldn't write, and I guess he's referring a lot, probably more to sort of fiction writers in that sense, if the world, our world, and the way that we live it was how we wanted it to be. So we turned to writing to create the world as if it were. So basically, says something along the lines of, if your real life was like, if a writer's real life was like, like the fiction that he was writing, he wouldn't have a need to write it because he'd be living it. And who would, who would want to substitute the real for the imaginary? So if you were living what he was writing, then he wouldn't need to write it. There's something along those lines. I'm not saying as adequately as he wrote it. Um, but it did get me thinking about my own sort of relationship with writing. I'm not necessarily big into fiction writing. I mean, I've written some short stories and the like, but I'm actually not that driven to write fiction. I like to write poetry, um, and I like to write essays, like the personal essay type. So stories, basically, I like to be able to, to tell. But real stories, not fictional stories, like stories that are non-fiction. That's the easiest way of saying that, wasn't it? So non-fiction stuff I like to write, but in such a way um, that you're borrowing sort of these sort of elements of drama as opposed to just factual reporting, like, say, a reporter would do. Um... It's just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts, ma'am. I quite like exploring thoughts, feelings around those thoughts or issues or things, but real things as opposed to creating a fictional world to address them. Um, but anyway, so that just kind of highlighted for me that, you know, some, when I have the sort of slump in the writing, usually as a reflection of the fact that I'm not out doing because I'm one of these well you could you know I know there's plenty of writers that just write from research you know hop on the net read some stuff research and then write up a brilliant passage but I'm more of the kind of guy who has to be out doing and then the writing's merely a way of documenting or um, reporting on what I've done so I want to live it first and then share it through uh, writing or you know, these audio blogs or photos. So I want to, you know, I have to. I'm one of those kind of folks that have to be doing it to living it. So that passage rang true for me in the sense of I'm not interested in creating fiction um, or writing stuff just purely from research. I like to read tons, but for me, I see that as. Um, adding fuel into the sort of subconscious mind, go out and do some stuff, and then while I'm in the process of doing things, these little nidbits and stuff, and stories and things and thoughts that I've picked up from um, things that I've read, will seep its way into the things that I am writing. That kind of thing. So yeah, and but that's what I wanted to, to talk about a little bit on that one, just to give you guys an update on uh, what I've been up to this week um, and then kind of where my sort of thinking is and uh, yeah and in terms of the week what have I been up to this week 
a lot of I've been doing delivery so whenever I'm in delivery mode you know you're delivering for the the most for the day then that's kind of the day isn't it uh, from a work point of view but anyway that stuff wasn't all that exciting um, you do it and then we move on but the exciting stuff is I'm out here next to this cool running creek and on a nice little walk on my way to the sauna and steam room and then the rest of my Saturday um, I do want to spend it doing some reading and connecting back up with some of my favorite travel writers so I'm thinking of dipping into some Tim Cahill after I get back from doing the sort of sauna thing and then I'm in the mood to play some pool so I think I might do that this afternoon and then I think this evening what's on the cards is um, seeing bosses too. So that sounds like that would be some fun. Okay, at any rate, I want to continue on with my walk and enjoying this nice, beautiful, warm, and I'm going to say, I guess, kind of a winter's day. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like winter. Oh, yeah, man, dang it, Christmas is almost in um, near, isn't it? Oh, my Lord, I can't believe it. We're on the countdown to Christmas and I guess that's traditionally when we get into probably this phase. And probably next week or the week after, I'll probably get into um, starting to reflect upon the year. And what have I been up to? What have I accomplished, achieved this year? And then I always like to start on the, um, the sort of thinking about next year and goal setting or vision setting, whatever you want to call it. Um, and start to think about those things beginning mid-December and then start them in the run-up to Christmas so that when I hit the new year, I'm already doing it. So I'm not having to start from a cold start. I'm already in the process, baby. All right. Okay. Ah, it's very muddy out here today from all this rain. I'll get you over here closer to the creek, and that'll be my outro is the sound of running water. Look at that, man. Beautiful. I like that. I digs, man. I digs.